started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? Yeah. It's the last episode. Hello. Hello. It's our last episode of City Girls Make Do. Yay. I'm your host, Alex. I don't think we need nicknames at this point. Yeah, I'm your host, Stephanie, and uh, same. <laughs> yeah. They just forget to do them, like, every episode. Um, but this is the last episode of City Girls Make Do. It's not the last you'll hear from us. No. It's the last time we'll be in the city. It was the last time we we will be in the city, because uh, we have to move somewhere else later. And uh, you know mm-hmm. what? I just got a little tired of the city. I feel like I need like a different scenery, maybe on a different mm, coast. I feel like maybe yeah, maybe a different coast, maybe somewhere a bit warmer, mm-hmm. maybe somewhere a bit mm, color of a former president. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe we should go to California. How about you? <laughs> I think that that would be really a, a really great idea. <laughs> I love yeah. to just lead off with this. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you started talking about it, so it's like, you might as well just go with might it. As well just... And I thought of that orange joke, and I was like, well. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, might as well just tell everyone we are going to be starting a new show soon uh, called County Girls Make Do, where we are going yeah. to be chronicling one of our favorite shows of teenagerdom. We're going to be moving from the 30s age group to the teens age group and uh, to the, yeah. from the East Coast to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not in our thirties, and we are not teens. We were once teens, so we have that, I guess. But we're yeah. not teens now. Uh, we also do also don't live in California. We're just like doing stuff outside of our wheelhouse because it's fun. Absolutely, I have been to California more times than I've been to New York, so I have a I have a little bit more experience with you know with that, but barely. I haven't been to California in like well over a decade, so. <laughs> okay but i'll be excited to learn more about it i have not been um uh, i have also not been a rich kid uh you know what i like about rich kids nothing yeah nothing um if you have never seen the oc before which i know a few of our friends haven't um you know we're we're gonna be in the orange county where everyone is rich as fuck except for our you know good friend and protagonist ryan outwood who comes from the lower income area of chino and gets adopted by the rich family of the cohen's and punches a lot of rich people we love to see it and we love the cohen's uh, we were just talking about it the other day. We were like, Sandy Cohen is mm, the best father and husband, from at least from my memory, on television. Like, I love him. I love his big old eyebrows. Uh huh. Um, I want to marry Sandy Cohen. Is Sandy Cohen king of the Dilfs? Yeah, he's definitely up there. Like, mm-hmm. he is a confirmed Dilf, mm-hmm. and he's really not. And like, he's a Dilf in all the right ways. Yeah, great guy great eyebrows 
funny. Mm-hmm. He defends people who actually deserve to be defended. He's good. The only crime he committed was having Seth Cohen as a son. That's like only somewhat his fault. No, that's not his fault. I think like Seth is just poisoned because he is a rich kid and also an incel, which is Seth's own fault. But we'll get to that. Uh-huh. It's it's unfortunate. But yeah. if you've never seen it, I think that you will enjoy following along. There is more drama in the first season of that show than most shows have in like four seasons worth of runtime. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be very fun. Um we have new show art that we're gonna get to show off soon, made by the very lovely Summer again. Uh it fucking rules. <laughs> I can't wait. It's so good. <laughs> <clears throat> And yeah, I'm just excited to... Oh, and the theme song is uh, impeccable. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I can't wait for everyone to uh, get to to get to hear that too. I made it like four months ago at this point. And yeah. I'm like, I was so excited. And then we got to the Sex and the City movies and we just slowed down to like a snail's pace. <laughs> and then I'm like... So you'll soon get to hear that. We're almost there. Um, but before we get there, we have to wrap up... Um, Sex in the City. We have several questions from listeners. We have a bunch of trivia. Uh, so let's kind of end this on a good note after the sourness of the movies. <laughs> I mean, let's try. Let's let's attempt. Um, yeah. Let's just start. Yeah, let's start. Well, one thing we could start with is we got a question on our because we did ask people like, okay, so if we're CGMD, we're the M. The GMD is still Girls Make Do. What do you think the new show is? We only yeah. actually got one guess about this, but I thought it was a really good guess. It was from a um, friend of the show, Steph, who asked on Twitter, um, my guess, Country Girls Make Do, and it's about the simple life starring Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. I which, will, that would have been really good. I would love to do that. I also So I have the first two seasons of The OC on a box set, and I also have The Simple Life, like all of it. And I gave it a watch, like not very, not too long ago. It's so good. It is really good, <laughs> and like it's so funny. And then about like halfway through, you get the drama of the girls not being friends, and there's lots of there's like a prevailing theory why they weren't friends anymore. Um, but I don't think I've ever outright said it. So that's okay. like a lot to unpack there and then they become friends again it's a lot but generally it's oh just, boy uh, yeah it's it but it's good i used to love it i watched it a lot as a kid which i think mm-hmm. um, possibly informed with the person i am today <laughs> yeah i watched it i didn't like i haven't seen all of it but i've seen a decent amount of it on tv and it was so long ago that i don't remember most of it but like it's definitely um it's a fun show it's a good show. My favorite like scene from it is when this guy calls like Paris a moron, and Nicole is like, "Don't ever fucking call my friend a moron again, or I'll fucking beat the shit out of you. You're a little fucking pussy, and I hate you." And then Nicole, like Nicole, no, Paris is just in the background, like, "Yeah, yeah." It's so funny. Uh, uh, that would have been so unbrowned for us too. Like, I feel like that's that's definitely a guess that's completely realistic for us yeah. to have done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I feel like with every like two girlfriend group, you're like, all right, who is the Paris and who's the Nicole? Yeah, who uh-huh. between us would we? Hmm. Like, I know Nicole's the short one, which makes me think I'm the Nicole out of us, but I don't know about personality wise. 
I feel like Paris is like a little bit more chilled. Like she likes okay. to party, but she's more laid back. And I feel like Nicole is a bit more like chaotic. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it's hard to say. I'm yeah, we're both kind of Nicoles, if I'm quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for us. I love yeah, that for us. I love that uh-huh. for us too. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. that was our, our guests. We had another question from uh, on Twitter from friend and guest of the show, Val. Um, and they're asking, apologies if you've already addressed this, but who had a more anticlimactic name reveal, Mr. Big or Glup Shido in The Mandalorian? <laughs> I don't um, watch The Mandalorian. What do you think? Um, so I'm assuming they're talking about um, Glupshio himself, Baby Grogu. I feel like Big, because I feel like Big, like, it was six seasons before we got. Yeah. Like, and The Mandalorian, it was like one and a half. And it was anticlimactic, but like not in a bad way. That like They were just like, oh, his name's Grogu. And then... And they were like, oh, okay, because we probably shouldn't call him Baby Yoda anymore. Um, well, yeah, but he was already – he already had, like, a, an official canon name of, like, the child, didn't he? Because, like, yeah. merch was sold as the child, so – Yeah, it was the child, like, Mando called, like, the kid or whatever. Like, they'd just sort of, like, always call him something, but usually the child – or the asset or whatever. But then – yeah. Uh, fucking Rosario Dawson is there and she's like, oh, his name's Grogu, um, which I think is a cute name. I don't know, there was that other clip where Mando was like, Grogu, and he just like kept looking up every time his name was called and it was very cute. I do like that. Yeah. I Okay, wh- imagine this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this out into the universe. What if their names were swapped? What if it was six years and we found out that <sighs> Big's real name was Grogu? And that is why <laughs> Carrie never wanted to say his name because she thought it was fucking stupid. So she literally just called him Mr. Big all the time to avoid saying Grogu. And I, then what, yeah. if the, what if Baby Yoda's name was John James Preston? <laughs> I feel like John James Preston or JJP, I would love to call that baby that. I I do question anyone who calls their baby John. Um, yeah. Because I'm like, can't think of anything else. Like, be a little bit more creative. Come on. Yeah, but... For a baby, it is much... It's it's really funny because, like, on a rich man, I hear John James Preston and I'm like, okay, we get it. You're rich. Yeah. But then you put that name on a baby Yoda mm. and it's just fucking hilarious. Like, it's just really funny. <laughs> That's his name. What if Big was called Glupshito? What if Big was called Glupshito? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. I mean, he is. That's his he, name. <laughs> yeah, that he is a shito. I mean, like, I don't know. I... I, it, I feel like I've been in Carrie's position. Well, th- actually, no, this didn't actually happen. I think I'm making it up in my head. But you know when you were over, like, because I've done a lot of, like, dating the past, like, well, not this, not past year, but, like, the, you know, past couple years. And I'll be talking to a guy and I'll, like, tell my friends or my mum or something. They're like, oh, what's his name? And, like, I don't know, some of these boys have stupid names and I don't want to say. I'm like, Same's <laughs> mm, Yeah. I we don't want to say because I don't want to insult anyone now, but like they have names and they'll be like, I think I date, I think I went on a date with a guy called Hamish. Ooh, uh, that sounds like the name of someone from like a fantasy. Isn't there? I don't know. I feel like I recognize that name from like Lord of the Rings or from fucking Game of Thrones or something, but I don't know why. Um, 
Or like Harry Potter, even worse. I don't know. But yeah. I, no, no, I hate it. Yeah, no, there's lots of people with stupid names. I, and yeah, no, I, sp- I was speaking to a Hamish. I went on a date with a guy called Angus, and they're very like Scottish names. Angus? Were, like the beef? Like the beef, yeah. And You should you have know. just been like, sorry, I'm vegetarian, and then like ghosted him. I nearly did. <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, they have. Uh, I don't want to say stupid names, just names where I'm like, mm. and they don't really pull it off because people will name their babies something and then they don't know what they're going to be like as adults. And- yeah. Because, like, if you had a baby and you knew it was going to turn out to be, like, a sexy vampire, you could name it, like, Damien. But what if you name your baby Damien and then it turns out to be, like, an insult? Exactly. What if you call your kid Angus and it turns out he's a video game developer and not, like... 100% Scottish beef. He doesn't look like Drew McIntyre, you know? Mm. Like, if yeah. I'm thinking, I want, like, a giant Scottish man. But, I, no, he was... Maybe that's why people use the name John, is it's just so neutral. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Hmm. But, yeah, at least I think we can agree that the Mr. Big reveal was the, the most anticlimactic one 100%. after six years. That was just bullshit. Like, yeah. come on. And it wasn't even mm-hmm. really needed. I don't know. I wasn't there at the time, but, like, were people that desperate for his name? I Who knows? Like, I guess so. Like, I know that, like, I don't know, when you watch TV shows, sometimes you just want answers for the things that have been not answered for so many years. Like, you watch Lost, and even though it really does not matter why the statue doesn't have five toes, you still want the writers to tell you why the statue doesn't have five toes. And so, like, but it doesn't mean anything. It has nothing to do with the plot. They just thought it was funny or cool or something. And, like, it, it... you don't need that answer for the show to be complete. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good question to consider. I think that the real glupshido of City Girls, or, uh, sorry, of Sex in the City is Steve, though. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. He looks like a... He just has the aura, the essence of someone who should be called glupshido. He does! He Well, he literally shits his pants. That's true. Well... Doesn't wipe his ass. Same thing. Yeah. Might you, as well be the same thing. Might as well. So. You've got shit in your fucking pants, dude. And you're just acting like mm-hmm. that's normal. Exactly. Mm. So we we also have some trivia. We can do that between some questions. Because we have we have some more questions from Tumblr. Um, but we have a ton of trivia from my Sex in the City 2020 trivia calendar. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Okay. In season three, episode 17, Carrie wore a Christian Dior newspaper print dress with a I don't know how to say this. Kahan? Chahan? Manassan? Manassian? Necklace? I don't know. She wore an outfit uh, and with a beef. I don't know how to say designers. Beef Valdez bag. Uh-huh. The complete ensemble totaled more than A, $3,000, B, $11,000, C, $23,000, or D, $38,000. I want to say 38 because I know that Christian Dior dress was Galliano. Okay. It is $23,000. Okay. Which is still bananas for an entire outfit. But yeah, I'm guessing the dress is probably most of that cost. Um, okay, here's one about the cast. True or false, Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon became fast friends when they met during the shooting of the Sex and the City pilot. Yeah, that's way too much for anything. So that is actually a trick question. Okay. It's false. 
because Parker and Nixon were already friends when they were preteens who sometimes auditioned for the same roles. Oh, wait. I didn't hear the question because my thing disconnected. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the last question. I was like, that's stupid. Sorry. The question was true or false. Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon became fast friends when they met during the shooting of the Sex and the City pilot. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I think they were in a movie together as or like a TV show or something together when they were kids. Because I remember okay, I saw okay. it like on like a sexist on the the sexist. This is the thing. All right, I had I am on Reddit. I'm on Reddit to look at drag race and wrestling stuff. And the sexist Reddit is not bad. It's kind of stupid. It's most of people like, oh my god, this actor was in another a uh, movie. Like, yeah, well done, thank you. Um, <laughs> congrats. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. like in an t- episode or something together, and it was um, it was cute. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice that they knew each other beforehand, and but it's bullshit for them to pull that that trick ass question of they became fast friends and they they already knew each other. So like, fuck this yeah, trivia. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, the next trivia is from Matt's birthday, October tenth on our calendar. It says, and you're gonna you're gonna fucking hate this. Um, okay. Which male character did producer Michael Patrick King call the most thoroughly written man we've ever created? A. Trey McDougal. B, Mr. Big, C, Jack Berger, or D, Alexander Petrovsky? Oh my god. The most thoroughly written man we've ever created. Uh, uh, big? Is he the big or nope. Petrovsky? Petrovsky? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Jack Berger, played by Laron Livingston. This man is literally just like every dude you hate. That I no, he just hates yeah. his fucking girlfriend and is scared of commitment. What's so thoroughly written about that? What I don't know. I have no idea. They probably just thought he was really realistic or something. Like when I saw this question, I was like, I don't know. I feel like it might be like Trey because yeah. he's like clearly has some deep seated family issues and like some he clearly has a lot going on beyond what you first meet of him mr big is like would make sense for them to say but he's such a two-dimensional character to me and then like petrovsky i guess also had some depth to him but like burger he was just a piece of shit i just i don't know anyway that question made me mad oh my gosh i yeah that's fucking stupid Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's go Let's keep okay. going. Um, Let's do one more and then we'll do another question. Why not? Okay, sounds good. How did Sarah Jessica Parker feel about her character's values? And this is just a, an open-ended one. What do you <laughs> think she felt? How do you think she felt about Carrie's values? <laughs> oh, values. oh my god. Okay. Her values. Um, what are Carrie's values? What are Carrie's opinions on the Middle East? <laughs> What does, what does okay, that mean? So maybe to give you a bit of a hint, it's okay. kind of like, what are her values when it comes to just, like, relationships and, and like, how she, like, relationships with other people in general, like, okay. but also romantic relationships. I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker was pro, like, putting the girls first, and maybe she felt like Carrie could have done that a bit more, you know, putting her friends mm-hmm. first. Um, and maybe she was a bit too, like, I don't know, 
uh, everything. No, I'm giving too. I feel like I'm giving Sarah Jessica Parker too much and also not enough credit if I say that, like, because <laughs> my opinion is that she kind of puts men above her friends. Um, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she'll be like, they were my soulmates, my best friends. Like, okay, bitch. <laughs> um, that's why you spent, that's why you like talk about big when your friend has cancer, but we'll move on. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, probably something about how like putting the girls first and I don't know. I, I that's such a broad fucking question. Her value It's such a broad question. Yeah, like her <sighs> values about what? I feel like a fucking a, a pageant queen and you're like what are your thoughts on world peace? Like I don't fucking know. It's good. <laughs> okay, would you what would you say Sarah Jessica Parker would say if you asked her if Carrie had a moral compass or not? Uh, I mean, I know what I would say <laughs> Uh, I feel uh. like she'd say yes, she does. She did say that. Yeah, she said yes. She said she's actually old-fashioned. If she weren't old-fashioned, she wouldn't be on this endless search. She's a very honest person. You can say a lot of things about her, but she has a moral compass. Mm, that's why she <laughs> had an affair with a married man? That's why she cheated on her fiancé? Yeah, doesn't make any fucking sense no. it's it's like okay go off sarah jessica parker but that's just not true but if that's what you really the thing is maybe she needs to believe that when she plays her because that's how she like gets into the role she believes carrie has a moral compass because carrie believes carrie has a moral compass yeah it's like when alan rickman plays villains he's like well i have to relate to that i have to you know find the good in them yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's like that she's the alan rickman of her day uh-huh. Well, that's a that's a way to put it. That is a way to put um, it. <laughs> we can go to, to some more questions. Let's do that. Perk me up. Okay. Okay. So we have a question from, well, it's not so much, well, yeah, it's a kind of a question from uh, our friend and guest of the show, Summer, uh, Kitty Princess on Tumblr, who's asked, love and kisses, city girls. We all love you and can't wait for your future projects. Purple heart emoji. How will you be celebrating the end of an era this evening? Um, I have no plans. Um, I had a pasta bake and I was supposed to have a phone call with someone, but I'm not sure I'm going to do that. So, um, just vibe as I always Uh do. I'm just going to vibe. Just gonna vibe. Matt was looked like he was about to say something. Oh, looks like I need to pull it up. Okay, he's gonna pull it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, spring break 2013. Papa Molly and get jolly in South Beach. New York is but a dream to me now. Thanks, Sufian. Thank you. <laughs> Literally though, we're just chilling at home tonight. Like it's a Saturday night. I'm still in my PJs, and it's like 3 p.m. right now. Um, I'm gonna play some Hades today. I'm, nice. I have a Pokemon battle. I'm uh, Matt and I are currently participating in Roy League, so I'm sure most of you, many of our listeners, know friend of the show Roy, uh, very prominent podcaster on the Noise Space Network. She Ooh. has a Pokemon League going on right now with a bunch of our friends from like, largely from like Pigot Network, and uh, so I have a Pokemon battle with that tonight, and that's pretty much all I'm doing. Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'll probably like. Have an early night because I've got a busy day tomorrow, so it's really not that yeah. exciting. Um, yeah, like doom, doom scroll. Yeah, probably a bit of that. I'm probably. You know what? I feel like in this past week, I feel like 
since I've started playing Hades, I spend less of my evenings scrolling Twitter. Like, there's a lot of times where I'll get off work and I'll just, like, not even open Twitter for several hours. And I feel like it's just so much better for my mental health. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what I should do. But I have um, no willpower whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Extremely valid of you. Thank you. Um, we have another question on Tumblr. It's from Anonymous, but I know it's from um, my friend Colin, uh, who says, which Muppets will play each character on Sex and the City when it enters public domain? Okay. Janice has to be Carrie. Okay, I need to look up who Janice is. Janice, I'm really bad at the Muppets. Janice is the one with the long blonde hair and like big lips. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And Miss Piggy, you need to open them. Miss Piggy has to be Samantha. Oh yeah, that was the one. I only had two thought of before even coming into the recording, but that was that was the obvious one. Yeah. The other one I had in mind was Gonzo as Miranda, but I think that's just because he's lesbian coded. <laughs> yes, Gonzo <laughs> is like very queer coded, and I love that for him. Um, mm-hmm. He's always snazzy. Like he has a lovely suit. Um, I yeah, yeah, I would like that. I was gonna say I was gonna be mean and say Bika. <laughs> Just because he has red hair. Yeah, I'm being red hair. And he's racist. yelling. He doesn't really do anything. He doesn't, but like, he doesn't really speak. And Miranda's whole thing is talky talky. So, yeah, Gonzo is a better one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What about Samantha? Or, sorry, not Samantha, Charlotte. We already did Samantha. Charlotte should be the one that's still a human because Chris and Davis gives wonderful expressions that are almost Muppet like. Yeah, or not even Muppet, not even Muppet like, but like there's so much that I don't feel they could be replicated by a Muppet. So yeah, I want her to be the human. Um, I think Mr. Big has to be um, not which one is it? There's like a big one. There's like one that's like literally. Do you mean like Snuffleupagus? No, or Snuffleupagus on Sesame Street? Sesame Street, but like the Sesame, I would say the Sesame Street. Muppets, they're still Muppets because they're Jim Henson. Yeah, I feel like they still count. The Muppets. In that case, Big Bird. For Mr. Big? Mr. Big Bird? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and- I feel like I feel like <laughs> the Petrovsky would be like the count. I don't know why. Yeah, because he's European. Yeah. <laughs> Steve he has would- an accent. Yeah, Steve would be Animal. Oh yeah, fuck absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> that uh, the fuzzy bear maybe as uh, fuzzy bear should be like Harry or something. No, Kermit should be Harry. I know Kermit's always with Miss Piggy, but like Kermit uh, is the lovable one. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not the most fuckable Muppet, but he's very sweet. That really does suit Harry. I just really hate that the first thing I think of when I think of Kermit the Frog is like Kermit Goatsy. <laughs> like, I, so then, but I mean, Harry would do that. Like, that's basically him walking around naked in the apartment that whole episode. Yeah, I would, my first one is um, either the evil Kermit meme, the Kermit and Christian Bale nodding, or Kermit falling. You know, you know that vine where it's like Kermit yeah. falling. <laughs> That's true. He's the meme king. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Kermit is the king of memes. And we haven't even mentioned Kermit drinking tea. Like, there's true. there's too many. There's so many Kermit memes. Um, <laughs> love him. So, uh-huh. 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe I feel like who should Fozzie Bear should be someone. Um, but- Did we say anyone for Aiden yet? I feel like Fozzie Bear doesn't work for Aiden because Fozzie Bear like wears a tie. Yeah, I don't know. Let me. Is there like a is there like a Muppet that wears turquoise jewelry? I don't think there is. No. Oh, Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo. R- Let me just look up this. No, Rizzo. Yeah, I, I, he's not. Oh, Craig left. He's mad. Oh, fuck off, Craig. Damn it. Oh, the rat? The rat, yeah. Well, I don't know. He's very, like, Brooklyn, so, I mean, I guess he could also be Steve, but I feel like Rizzo is quite endearing. This is a contra- but I don't know if that's yeah. controversial. Oops, wrong channel. Yeah, I feel like, um, uh, yeah, the, I feel like the problem with letting Steve be a rat is that I love rats. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So, all right, so let's make him Aiden. Okay, that works for me. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I don't think Aiden showers, so, like, that works I feel like in my Aiden head. Aiden probably has, like, a nice kind of stink to him. You know when you, like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't really wear deodorant. If I'm inside and it's winter and, like, I know I'm not going to be leaving the house, I don't really put on deodorant. Um, And then after a few days, you kind of get, like, a nice kind of stink. Um, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I do know what you, you get mean, like, an, yeah. or someone has like a nice kind of like funk to like when your partner has just been like exercising and you're like, oh come here, you know, or a, 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 an unwashed dick. Okay, I'm, I think that's a little bit All too right, far okay. for me. Just saying <laughs> <laughs> seasoning, <laughs> seasoning. I okay, about, yeah, I don't know. I uh-huh. Think about that post all the time. That's like, where's the flavor? When some, you know, giving head uh-huh. to someone who's just come out of the shower is like okay. unseasoned. Yeah, where's the flavor? I do agree that all of this fits Aiden. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's mm-hmm. a a blue one. I'm just having a look. I googled all Muppets because uh, there's a list of there's so many. There's so many. I was Muppets. on the Muppet Wiki. The Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> someone ranked the Muppets, and I don't feel like that's right. Yeah, same. I feel like they're an ensemble, so they shouldn't be ranked. Um, what about Ralph? The what about Ralph the dog for Aiden? Or oh, yeah, that works for Aiden. I feel like I was... yeah, he's definitely a dog. I feel like Smith could be Sam the eagle, but like Sam is too patriotic. Patriotic. Yeah, true. I mean, Smith did film a Boot Boy movie. That's true. What about Trey? He's a pretty big part of the show. Trey, Pepe the Prawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just looking at these Muppets and I'm just like, oh, who's the green guy? Who's the guy who is the other guy who works with Beaker? The green guy. Dr. Honeydew. The Honeydew? Is that yeah. his name? Bunsen Honeydew. Oh, Bunsen. Yeah, I feel like Bunsen could be Trey. Yeah. His name, I'm sorry, his full name is Dr. Mm-hmm. Bunsen Honeydew. Um. Okay. Yeah, he could. I mean, literally, he looks like Harry. Um, but I feel like <laughs> he does look like energetically. Harry. Yeah, he is perhaps a tray, or maybe no. Mm-hmm. I got it. No, I got it. Right, Harry should be uh, Doctor Bunsen Honeydew because okay. they look like, and I feel like Kermit should be Trey because at first glance, Trey seems perfect. Which I also feel about Kermit. Mm-hmm. Like, Kermit is like, he's a superhero. We all love Kermit. But he isn't perfect. He's not the best boyfriend to Miss Piggy. 
And I'm sure Miss... That's a really good point. Yeah, I'm sure Miss Piggy can be difficult at times, but also it's Miss Piggy. She's like the Marilyn Monroe of Muppets. So... Yeah... That's true. And I feel like Kermit would be like, yeah, I don't want to fuck. But then secretly he would be just like jacking off to the big t- to the jugs magazine in the bathroom. He would be jacking off. He would be jacking off to Muppets. And then. Yeah. Also, their, fer- their fertility issues. Interesting. Can Muppets and humans reproduce together? That's a good question. Yeah. That is a, a, a question that I don't think they've ever asked on the show before. I don't think that. They've ever had a human Muppet relationship. No. I mean, there was that move, the movie version of the Muppets, I think. Like, what? Yeah, because there Jason is. Jason Segel, like, his brother def- was a Muppet, and then they were like, okay, well, that asks the question of, like, Muppets are born from humans. Were they brothers or were they friends? They were brothers. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting point. How do you end up with, like, a seven foot tall man and then the tiniest Muppet as your two children. Yeah, I don't know. That is a question. Like, and also, does that mean that like Muppets are like a birth defect or like a recessive gene? I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like there's just so many questions, there's... and I don't know if we're supposed to be asking. No, them. I mean the most obvious one. All right, this is my belief of what a Muppet is. I think a Muppet. I think it has to be Jim, Jim Henson, and I think it also has to be believably alive. Right? Like, you see, like, mm-hmm. any of the Muppets or, like, any of the Sesame Street puppets. But, like, and you see them, like, interact with kids. Kids will fucking talk to it like it's alive. Like, they'll look Kermit in the eye, you know? So I'm right. They're alive. Yeah. And if someone told me, oh, Big Big Bird's not real, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to kill you. Don't say that shit to my face. <laughs> I find it desperately yeah. insulting when people try and insult my intelligence. So I would argue that I also feel like Baby Yoda is a Muppet, and he should be one of the babies. He should be probably Lily, because oh, yeah. very adorable. That would be pretty Yeah, cute. and I know, who's a fucking evil mm-hmm. little monster baby that can be Brady? <laughs> who's an- <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of one. Not a Muppet, but Caillou. Yeah. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> just you wake up one morning and open Twitter and it's like Brady Sucks in the City is cancelled. <laughs> I still think it's so funny that you saw Caillou's cancelled and you're like, oh no, what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? I mean, he was a little brat, so that's enough to be cancelled to me. Yeah, but they were like, uh, they give him hair. Because I remember like he aged up and no. they were like, oh, he still doesn't have hair. That's kind of fucked up. It's, I don't know. And his parents? Full heads of hair. It's not like they have, like, one bald parent who's like, yeah, I have alopecia or something. <laughs> it's like, literally, they just have full heads of hair and, like, Caillou is bald. And he's, like, four. Maybe maybe he just has childhood alopecia. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't really think it is, like, that, like, kids that young would have alopecia. I don't know. But maybe he just has alopecia and we're yeah. being mean. Or maybe they wash him with nair. We don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I hate that little motherfucking child and he deserved to be cancelled, so I'm happy he was. Fuck you, Caillou. <laughs> they also gave him a French fucking name and I hate it. Probably, I don't know, is the car- like, I know it's a Canadian cartoon, it's probably French-Canadian, that's probably why his name yeah. is Caillou, but like, even more reason to think he sucks, so. I'm pretty sure it's French, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, mm-hmm. Fuck him. <laughs> do you want to do one more question before we go back yeah, to trivia? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, 
we have another one on Tumblr from friend of the show, guest of the show, the one and only Chisa Tonkas. Yes, Tonkas. <laughs> Our friend Sarah. Okay, so Sarah is asking, uh, hi, it's me, famous Tumblr user Chisa Tonkas, back again. Just wanted to say CGMD has been one of my favorite shows to listen to for the past two years, and I'm going to miss it so much. My question is, what would all of their typing quirks be? All my love to you both. Sun hat, Chisa Tonkas, Jenny. Thank you. Trudeau emoji. So, Trudeau emoji. Um, okay, so you, even though this is like a Homestuck question, you do not need to have read Homestuck to be able to come up with a typing quirk. It's literally just like anything. Okay, so like, for example, Vriska's typing quirk. Anytime she uses an eight to rep to represent the letter B or to represent an oh. eight sound in a word. So like my Discord status is hibernating with B as an eight and the eighting as an letter number eight. So like you can you just replace things in text. Like there's oh, some other ones where like some of them are really annoying. It's like, I really like hate it. Some of them are like some of them are like okay, so like Carcat's typing quirk is that everything he does is just all caps. Okay. So it's like very easy to find. It's just all caps. But it's basically and like okay, so then there's another one like Kanaya who she basically just capitalizes the first letter of every word. But otherwise her typing is like pretty much normal. So like some of them are more complex. Some of them are extremely annoying where you like replace a lot. Um one of them, which is from possibly the worst character in the entire thing, I feel like would have the same typing quirk as Samantha because – so there's one character, Kankri, who has a typing quirk where he puts six and nine in place of the letter B and the letter O. And I feel like that could be Samantha's – because I'm try- I was trying to think of, like, ways that she yeah. could make it, like, horny. And she could put, like, sixes and nines in to be 69. Um so like that's that's like one yeah. possible example. Um, I feel um, like I don't. I can't see Miranda having one because I feel like she probably has to type like very like she can't have typos or anything for her work. So when she like hands in her reports, you know. So I don't feel like yeah. she would have one really. I feel like Miranda could be a human like pretty easily, and like humans don't have typing quirks; they just type how they want to. So like they, I could imagine Miranda just not having one too. I think that Charlotte's would be very standard, where like it would be similar to Kanaya's, where she like capitalizes the first letter of every word or something like that, but it's still like perfect grammar and punctuation. Well, actually, I don't think Kanaya uses punctuation. But, like, perfect grammar, basically, otherwise, and just, like, I feel like I can imagine Charlotte's being kind of, like, crazy and, like... I can see that. Or I I feel like she, like, wouldn't capitalize anything. She'd be down with the girls, you know? That would... Yeah. That's true. I think Carrie definitely doesn't capitalize anything. Carrie is, like, grotesquely misspelled. I was speaking to, uh, on... On dating app Hinge, which is... This is, like, an anti-sponsorship. Don't use it. Um... They, I speak. I matched with this guy who was like a fucking broadcast journalist and worked for the BBC, and his grammar was terrible. It was really bad. He wrote "I <laughs> am" as one word and like a a lot as one okay. word, and like a lot of shit like wasn't capitalized or like didn't look right, and like it didn't make sense. A phone keyboard even i was like uh, okay so i didn't really talk to him very much after that yeah. it is a bit of a turn off 
Um, like, I don't mind if someone's personality kind of comes through with how they text. Like, I sp- you know what I mean? Like, I, sp- I speak to people and they have, like, like, they'll add, like, extra S's for something or whatever. Or they'll type really, like, it, and it mm. makes sense of how they speak. Um, but I don't like myself. I'm like, why would you yeah. do that? You know it's I am. You know it's not one fucking word. It looks like Ian. Like, there's someone, like, called Ian <laughs> and his name got, like, mispronounced. Yeah. Right? It was annoying me. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm basically that. I'm, I'm trying not to discriminate. Yeah. I've seen a couple. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I've I feel like I had a friend once share like a dating conversation with something, and the the girl was basically doing like the Tavros typing quirk, which is where like well, it it using a lot more commas than you need to use, and like uh, it it was it was terrible. Like, there are some people who just genuinely, I have mm-hmm. no idea what they're doing. And also, like, some adults, especially parents who don't know how to, like, talk to people on, like, text or internet or anything like that, they will just caps lock everything they oh. say. Always. And no. I'm like, what are you, what? Why are you doing this? I feel like Carrie, I feel like her typing would change style a bit depending on her mood. Because, like, she sometimes is just completely unhinged and I feel like her I feel like when she gets a little bit more unhinged she would end up with more typos and more like just things that don't make any sense um I'm not sure if she would like cal- like capitalize any weird things on purpose to like like capitalizing like anytime like sex comes up in a word or something like that <laughs> like just <laughs> capitalizing sex, yeah it. I don't know I like <gasps> Um, but yeah, I feel like hers I would know be what very she does. Okay, you know how old people put like an ellipses in places where an ellipses probably shouldn't be? Because she's always like, yes. I can help but wonder. <laughs> dot dot dot. Absolutely. I feel like she's always fucking trailing off, and I'm like, bitch, what do you have to say? Just say it. Yeah, no, she absolutely yeah. 100% does that. That's that's absolutely her thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that kind yeah. of sums up all of the girls with how they would do it. Um, that, that question is is a lot, Sarah, but th- thank you for sending it. Um, I do love to think about it, even though it's terrible. Yeah, me too. Um, we have a few more Tumblr questions, but do yeah. you want to do some trivia first? Okay. Okay, this one is a multiple choice. What age was Candace Bushnell when she began writing Sex in the City column in the New York Observer? 28... 33, 35, or 39? I'm going to say 33, like Jesus. Was Jesus 33? When he died, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I knew he was like in and around there. Uh, he was, she was 35, uh, which is kind of neat for me because like I feel like they make this big deal about Carrie being like a New York celebrity already by the time she's like 35. And they kind of make it seem like Carrie has been a really well-known person in new york city since like her mid-20s i feel like so it's nice to remember that a lot of people don't actually you know do anything until like 35 yeah and um yeah i mean life they always like oh we're we're old you think they're like geriatric but they're really when you remember their characters are like mid-thighs and samantha's like four it's like okay that it's like nothing. It's like that's gonna be me yeah. in like five I'm, years. I'm so. turning twenty five this year, <laughs> but, and I'm like, I'm so old. My pussy's drying up. Um, <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Me turning thirty this year, so 
Um, the okay, the next one. This is oh my god. The answer to this one is okay. very long, so I don't expect you to get this. But did did the attacks of September eleventh, oh two thousand and one, make Sex in the City's New York City seem irrelevant or more Fuck, relevant than um, ever? More relevant? Question mark. Yeah. So that yeah. that is like the the long story short. So. The show's writers wondered exactly that as they gathered to write the fifth season. Only about a month after the attacks, they found it challenging to strike the right tone, especially since they and the rest of the country were still very much in shock. When the fifth season aired in summer 2002, New York Times critic Julie Salomon noted a remark from Carrie at the end of the first episode, declaring both Carrie and the city seem more fragile, yet more willing to believe in possibility. At this moment, the sense of optimism is almost as seductive as sex she seemed to think it was more relevant than ever okay <laughs> yeah yeah they That's they sure thought when you make yep. 9-11 about like you <laughs> do you know what i mean kind of yeah it's it kind of is like they didn't like i guess yeah i don't even know it yeah, does I, feel I, that i know way, that's though. not it but kinda. like i don't know it's not about the show is it is that really what we're taking away from this? This like it's kind of no. It's I can't, yeah, I not can't. really. Personally, I cannot wait for the next season of Real Housewives of Potomac, where they make um, January sixth all about them. And they're like, I was so scared. Um, it's like you are miles away. You're just yeah. kind of in the DC area, but I know that's gonna happen. I I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Oh though. God. Yeah, just the most out of touch, yeah. but very entertaining thing to uh yeah, i mean to think least, about yeah actually that was kind of doing the real housewives of potomac a disservice because at least they are black and like you know it's probably a very real thing to worry about being black in america but um kind of i'm going with the same thing of like a horrible thing happened you're like this is about the tv show i'm making right now that is light entertainment yeah and kind of also like even if it is something that a lot of people who look like me relate to I am also in a very different social class yeah. than those people. Yeah. Kind of like the Caitlyn Jenner, how she can kind of feel however she wants about being a Republican because it doesn't really affect her life personally, even though it would affect, you know, millions mm-hmm. of other trans people. So, but... um. Okay, so did Candace Bushnell, the columnist whose work sparked the idea for Sex in the City, like the show's wrap-up? Probably not, no. No. She didn't, but she understood it. Uh, she said, in real life, Carrie and Big would not have ended up <laughs> together. Go off! Uh, however, she did say she understood the producer's rationale yeah. for the decision to end it the way they did. Yeah. Makes sense. But I get yeah. it too, but... I'm I'm I mean I'm with her. That's that's tea. I kinda wish um Petrosi hadn't been like terrible. It would have been nice if right at the end she meets her Prince Charming and the story is like she keeps expecting it to go wrong and it doesn't and she's like and then Big comes back and she's like, actually no, I'm happy, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I would have loved that. I just I would have loved for the show to end with Carrie being single. And maybe the movies could have been her finding someone else who's not big if they really wanted to continue that story. But, like, ending it where she's single would have been nice, where she doesn't have to still be with someone. Like, Samantha's the only person who ends the series mm-hmm. single. So, um, this this next one is uh, jumping a bit back into the movies. 
Um, <laughs> a review of Sex and the City 2 in U.S. Weekly, or is Us Weekly or U.S. US Weekly? I, wait. I don't know. Anyway. Us Weekly. It, they capitalized U and S, because I was like, isn't it Us Weekly? But they capitalized both Who letters. Um, anyway, did they call the movie... <laughs> did they call the movie A, a stunning reminder of what we loved about this foursome, B, as worn as a used condom, C, as cheesy as a bad designer knockoff, or D, a romp in the desert wearing Manolos? Oh my god, I, I, as a, a worn as a used condom is hilarious. I want to say it's C or D. C? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's C. It's as cheesy as a bad designer knockoff. But you're right, as worn as a used condom is it's so way good. funnier and more accurate. <laughs> I wanna know if these I wanna know if these other ones came from something. Like, did they come from some other review that was less kind than maybe? Us Weekly? Because like I, or maybe the maybe the like trivia writer but, just fucking hates the show when it was laying out at that point. Or hates the movie but likes the show. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're right. The movie, the second movie fighting sucked. The first one wasn't good either, but like, oof. Okay. Maybe let's do one more yeah. and then do some more questions, which are kind of like a backlog of questions we've had for a little while because they were meant for either the mummy mailbag or for like something else. And we just were terrible and never got to them. Uh, so we can get to those. Um, okay. Oh, I like this one. Um, Cynthia Nixon met her current spouse while doing activist work. What were they campaigning for? A. Planned Parenthood. B. Reduced class size in New York City public schools. C. A woman's right to breastfeed in public places in New York City. Or D. New York City's Central Library right to privacy uh, the campaign. The last one sounds so specific that I'm tempted to say it. Um... I think <laughs> smaller class sizes because I think she already had kids when she met her current partner. Mm. Yes, that is correct. It's the Ooh. reduced class sizes in New York City. So it is very uh, – that's kind of cute. I like that. There, there should be reduced class sizes, but anyway. Yeah, there definitely should be. Let teachers, like, not have to fucking control. Imagine being anywhere and trying to control, like, fucking 35 kids. Like, no, 35 human beings are trying no, to get all their attention not. and also, like, listen to all their yeah. needs. And then you got to do that, like, five times a day. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely not. They – imagine if the government respected yeah. teachers. I can't. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get into our other questions that we have. Uh, we have three from a while ago. So the first one is from a friend of the show, Mike Dawson, uh, who asked on Tumblr, assign a Halloween costume for each of the girls, and also would Carrie and Big do a couple's um, costume? Okay, to answer the last question, I feel like no. Carrie would want to. Big would just, like, he'd do something where he basically just wears a suit. like. You know what I mean? He'd yeah. do a- like maybe like yeah, a, a exactly. very basic like he'd mask. He'd do a really shit costume. He'd be like, uh, he'd do the um, you know, is it the was it in American Psycho where he was like, oh, I'm an axe murderer, I like everyone else. He'd do that. He'd be like, I'm Patrick Bateman. Yeah, and then, I don't know what Carrie would be. The Huey Lewis in the news, or she'd she'd be an axe <laughs> or something. But like yeah. he'd do a really shit basic qu- question. Yeah. Oh. 
that's the only way that they could ever do a couple's costume is if Carrie, if Big was like, I am doing the bare minimum and then Carrie did something around it. Literally the only way. That's literally it. But the other girls, I mean, I do feel like, I feel like Charlotte to me would be kind of like, she would do a costume thinking it was cute and people would tell her she was being sexy and then she'd be like, no, it's cute. I'm a bunny (laughs) or like a cat. Uh, she would be she would become accidental cat girl. I don't know. Samantha would just be horny. She would be a Playboy bunny. Um, she'd be like a Playboy bunny, or she'd be like I'm a centerfold and just be naked. Yeah, I would fucking love <laughs> that. That would be incredible. She'd just be hot like, naked and it'd be extremely great. Extremely good. Um, and then Miranda, like she's like in the movie, she's like either a sexy bunny or a witch. So I think she'd be a witch. And she'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm a witch and I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, based on, like, the era that Sex and the City came out, I could imagine her doing, like, a family costume with Steve and Brady where they do, like, Harry Potter characters or something where, like, they're all, like, witches or something and Brady, I guess, would have to be fucking a Weasley or something because he's got the red hair. But, like, it wouldn't even be something that she's, like, particularly into. She would just, like, Mm -hmm. dress up like that for, like, the family thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, yeah, that's what I can imagine. And, I mean, it makes sense for people to dress up. Like, well, I mean, Charlotte and Harry even dress up in the first Sex in the City movie, oh, yeah, don't they? Because, like, um, isn't Harry... He's, like... Uh, he dresses up. No. Uncle Fester? He, yeah, Fester. Uncle Fester. Which is so cute. And she's, like, a cow, which is adorable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they would do... They would... I, I'm yeah. so glad they're very into Halloween, because it just makes me an even better couple. Yeah. For sure. I love I love to see like yeah. a couple who does Halloween costumes. Then, it's very cute yeah, to me. Yeah, I like that. Next mm-hmm. question? Next question is from a friend of the show, Siberian Pine, who is asking, what's your favorite British daytime TV, current or long since finished? Okay. Um, I asked my mother, and because I think this might have been for the mommy mailbag, and she says, yes. find it, fix it, flog it, or place in the okay. sun. So I'll explain the premise of both. Find it, fix it, flog it, she loves and watches all the time now. Um, she's working from home. Um, it's basically people. These like two guys. They go into like old, um, like people's like garages and stuff or like whatever, and they find antiques, I guess, and they um fix it up or like paint it or redo it. So I think I remember like I caught one episode, and there was one where they like found an old bike, so they fixed it up, and then another where they found. I think it was like, I don't know, some, like a chest of drawers and then they turned it into like a table because sort of Ooh. some parts of it, so like the main wood had gone, but like some of it still worked. So they put like glass on it and, you know, the old brass and stuff. They'll some they'll either turn it into something brand new or they'll just make it a better version, you know, actually just fix it up. So, and then they sell it and usually they only ever use like the bare minimum of parts, so just like paint. So they'll make loads of money off of it because the profit is, it's like, you know, nearly 100% profit. She loves this shit. Um, <laughs> I love that for her. Yeah, it's like Auntie's Roadshow, but without the weirdos. And then uh, Place in the Sun is just like one of those, let's buy a house somewhere nice and warm. And I hate it. I fucking hate Place in the Sun. It winds me up <laughs> because they're always going, no, they're always going to fucking Spain and like, 
they'll say, okay, we want something modern, but it's also traditional, and it's near the beach, and has a pool, and is in this, you know, and I, I will like, they'll take them, oh my god, they always fucking take them, they're in France, they're always in the shittest part of France, like, it looks like shit, it looks like it smells like shit, they're in the country, oh all the houses are just <laughs> bricks are just squares they're just cubes with tiny windows that are falling apart and they'll go in and they'll be like oh there's a jeet it's awful i fucking hate it or they go to the caribbean i she was watching it today and they were like oh it's right next to a plantation i'm like fuck you anyway i don't like places oh my god but i and i have strong jesus christ i have strong opinions about each of the like real estate agents they have on it because some of them i like some of them Mm -hmm. i do not um dang yeah but my favorite, um, I don't really watch it. I mean, Jeremy Kyle was awful. Like, it was bad. But I definitely did watch it when I was, like, staying home. You know when you're, like, ill and you're staying home from school and watching TV? Yeah. What is, um, is that, like, a Jerry Springer type show? Yeah, it was really bad. Okay. And it was, like, a very, you know, problematic for all the same reason Jerry Springer was. Oh, yeah. Um, This morning, maybe. This morning is great. Um, I'm not really a fan of Philip Schofield because he's you'd like they'll have bar- they, they've had like Tories on the fucking show but uh. Alison Hammond is a national treasure I adore her if you don't know who she is go on YouTube type in Alison Hammond she's lovely um she's so funny she's so sweet I adore her she's like one of the like side hosts on it like she does like segments she interviews celebrities because she's very funny and charismatic and nice so they always kind of like her um and yeah, I okay. And it's good. And you can also one thing I did with my friend before, obviously before COVID. So I went to her like flat, and we'd always sit in her room and like basically <laughs> we'd do like tarot readings until we got really tired, and then we'd sit and cuddle and watch clips of this morning together because there was Aww. it was cute. There was one episode where it's like this woman. Actually, there was a series of clips where this woman. Um, said that she fucked a ghost. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she was like, "I fucked a ghost," and then it was, "I'm engaged to a ghost." It was great. I'm engaged <laughs> to a ghost. That is some good shit. And she was like, "We're getting married." Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I didn't just it was Google good. Alison Hammond. Uh, to see if I recognized her for anything. And I love that she was in the news as recent as five hours ago from the mass singer Harlequin uncovered as this morning star uh, after Alison Hammond hint. Bless. So she may have been on the mass singer. I Let's go, Queen. I love that for her. She's great. She did this interview yeah. with um with Ryan Gosling and uh, Harrison Ford. And they and she and I think she got one of them to like a shot of gin. Obviously, it was Harrison Ford um, at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. I love that. Great. I mean, what is yeah. 9 in the morning? Of course I'm going to do that. Hell yeah. I don't so, know if I'd want to yeah. do a shot of gin, but, like, no. 9 in the morning isn't a problem and for me. And there was a, yeah, she was, like, on Big Brother, like, the very early seasons of Big Brother over here, Big Brother 2. Oh, nice. And, like, the most famous bit from it was she was standing on a table outside and broke it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Big Brother, I just broke a table. It was <laughs> funny so yeah she's a sweetheart I love that she makes the show worth it and also rylan is i think rylan's on this morning occasionally love him not a big fan of Eamon and ruth generally i don't like the main host but like the side people you know the people who do like the other stories and stuff big fans 
and mm-hmm. went, oh my god, yes. There was also the iconic this morning clip. Sorry. Like, I literally have a phone call to answer after this, but I'm getting carried away talking about this morning. Um, the iconic this morning clip of this old woman, she was like 80, and she was like, oh, she had this Egyptian lover who was like in his 20s, and she was like, oh, he was at it all night. Oh, I nearly I was nearly broken. I had to use lube KY jelly. Like she was and it was this was on at like nine o'clock in the morning. She's talking about getting fucked by her boyfriend. Nice for her. Yeah. She sounds great. Exactly. It's like good for her. You can go down a rabbit hole watching the wild and wacky clips from this morning. It's uh-huh. a fantastic show. That's amazing. Oh, and I would be I uh, sorry, no, I'd just be remiss if I didn't say uh <laughs> If my mother was a bike, if my grandmother was a bike, if my grandmother had a wheel, she would have been a bike. This is only for the British listeners right now. <laughs> well, we do have but... a couple of people who live in the UK who yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a chef on the show. He's Italian, and one of the hosts was like, mm, "It's almost like a British carbonara." And he said, "Well, if my grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike." And everyone yeah. just lost their minds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it's a good show. Mm -hmm. Is this our last question? We have one more question. It's a pretty short one, though, I feel like. Um, It's also from Siberian Pine. And the question is, what are the host's favorite autumn treats? Um, I do like a PSL, but mainly Mm -hmm. I like to, whenever I carve a pumpkin. First Halloween, I didn't carve a pumpkin. But when I do carve a pumpkin, I like to save the seeds Mm. and give them a good roast in. anything that comes from a pumpkin is like it's good a favorite autumn treat because like i'm not the biggest fan of like apple pie like i don't dislike it but like i feel like a lot of people are like ooh, like the fall apple pie and i'm like i don't know i don't really care for that i would much rather have a pumpkin pie or pumpkin scones or pumpkin muffins or pumpkin loaf Like, I'm the pumpkin bitch. I I do love that shit in pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also love um, going to Starbucks and getting a caramel apple spice. I'm Ooh, not usually yeah. huge on, like, apple cider type drinks or, like, apple juice or – well, I mean, I like apple juice. But, like, it, if you haven't had one, it's just, like, pure sugar in a drink that's hot apple with mm-hmm. whipped cream. Like, it's a sugar nuke, but it's good. Um and technically still in fall because like eggnog does come out in the fall and i'm a slut for eggnog it's good i love it i know that's that could be controversial but like i do love eggnog i love my favorite is getting a chai eggnog latte like there's a couple ways they can make it and sometimes they make it the wrong way like sometimes they make it where it's an a um just an eggnog latte and they add chai but the way that you should get it is they make you a chai latte and they add eggnog as the milk that's how they should do it that's the ideal chai eggnog latte okay i don't really like eggnog um i do like chai that's fair yeah i would say yeah it's i feel like all root vegetables like they put a little bit of pussy in it um, yeah, they really do. Like they do. They always slap. I I'm just simple. I feel like roasted veg, like roasted seasonal vegetables with lots of herbs, lots of olive oil, a good pinch of like good salt on it. That's just my autumnal. That's my dream autumnal tree. I'm not really into like the mm-hmm. sweets too much. They don't really like spice. Like it's all very spicy. I guess like traditional sort of like sweet autumnal things 
Um, I'm not really into like spicy sweet stuff. Yeah, that's fair. So that makes sense. I don't mind it. I mean, I don't mind a bit of cinnamon. I'd like a sticky toffee. <gasps> a sticky toffee pudding. I'm getting even mm. more British now as I'm like, sticky toffee pudding. <laughs> but a sticky toffee pudding is very like autumnal. It's very warm. It's very filling. And very, very good with some vanilla mm. ice cream. Any Ideal. dessert that's good with vanilla ice cream is like mm. a top tier dessert to yeah. me. So yeah, I was yeah. That. So that was our last question. Um, I do have a few more trivia's before we sign off. I have more than I'm gonna go through. I'm only gonna go through a few more because some of them are like okay. less good, but I did right. like some of them. So this next one I feel like was good. What was Beyonce's relationship to Sex in the City? A fan, B critic, C guest star, or D consultant? Fan, because the famous was it, it wasn't was it emotions? There was a Destiny's Child video where they like basically parody Sex and the City, and I think they considered her for the role. Oh, of I love that. Lee. Yeah, she was a Yay. fan. Which, like, I knew she wasn't a guest star. I figured she was not a consultant. That would have been like for what? I, we would have heard like yeah. Well, what for what? And we would have heard about it probably. And critic like ah oh, nah, I don't see that being true. So yeah, she was a fan. Yeah, she was a critic for the New York Times. Like, what are we talking about here? But yeah, there was a Destiny's Child video yeah. that was like that rules. Sexy. I love that. It's good. Um. Okay. So what was Sarah Jessica Parker or Sarah Jessica Parker? She made the following statement about some of Carrie's look, and it's multiple choice. So it's either A, that girl could get away with anything and look fabulous doing it. Mm-hmm. B, you can't be pretty all the time. C, I wouldn't wear most of what Carrie wears. Or D, I would kill to have half of Carrie's wardrobe. C. It actually is not C. <gasps> uh, SJP said, you can't be pretty all the time. <laughs> wow, okay. What does Which that mean? Just, I mean, some of her outfits were just horrendous. That's true, to but me. Like, like Sarah just a lot of them were great. But like, she's always pretty. Yeah, I don't know. She is always pretty, oh but she doesn't always look good. Is the thing. So it's That's like true. because the look is an entire ensemble, but how pretty you are is usually like you have a nice face. Yeah, to me, you can't really change. Okay, your face. two more questions for you. Okay, the first one is a true or false. Oh, for. Sorry. For the apartment scene in season one's Valley of the Twenty Something Guys, Timmy Timothy Oliphant plays a young date for Carrie who lives in a disgusting apartment. It was filmed in Oliphant's real life New York apartment. True or false? True. That seems okay, like a it's random thing. False. To make up. Um, it didn't belong okay, to yeah. Oliphant, but it but it was an authentic on-location shoot. The apartment okay. smelled of cat pee and was perfectly disgusting. The set dressers barely did a thing to prep for the shoot, and no one wanted to touch anything in the kitchen or the bathroom. Wow. How do you find just – are you, like – do you put out, like, a call yeah. for, like, do you have a shitty apartment? Probably. That is probably what day? they did. I, I don't understand why it wouldn't just – why didn't they just make an apartment look like shit? Like, that seems like it'd be easier than, like, yeah. doing all that. But I do love that it's actually smelled like cat piss. Mm-hmm. Adds to it. I okay. mean, it means Last- adds to that. Exactly. Right, it does okay. add to the experience of Carrie being actually grossed out. Though, like, imagine having to walk around in that, like, with no socks on and stuff, and it's, like, actually disgusting. Like, ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Um. Okay, last trivia question. How did co-producer Michael Patrick King once describe Kim Cattrall? A, the Lucille Ball of the bedroom. Mm. B, the Dr. Ruth at the brunch table. 
C, a professional sex pot. Or D, the high priestess of sex ed. <gasps> the high priestess of sex ed sounds good. And I want there to be, you cannot have enough sexual education. So I would like that. But I'm going to say the Lucille Ball of the bedroom. You are correct. Yay. That is what he said. Although the high priestess of sex ed is a fucking incredible name to be described as. Yeah. That is, I would love to be described as that. It's it's really good. I think the Cock Destroyers did do like a sex education like video for Netflix, which is great. But yeah. I love that. <laughs> which I would say they are the high priestesses of sex ed. Um, uh-huh. but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. A cool like that's a pretty a good way to describe someone. I fucking love that. Good for good for her. Uh, it seems like the way that you would describe the character of samantha but i feel like it like i love that it also works for the actress of kim cattrall as well okay is that that's that's it then all right well those those are all our questions uh so we will be taking more questions once we start our new show um which will be sometime in the near future so we will be asking for questions for that once we get started um but for now i guess we can just leave off with the patreon Mm -hmm. because it's uh we're we're at the end now so if you want to sub to us on patreon you can just go to patreon.com slash city girls make do yeah. I don't know if we'll change that. We could just change it to CGMD after. That's um, true. Makes it simpler. But for now, we're still City Girls Make Do. Um, if you donate to us for $1 a month, you can be a haymower and you get a special Discord role, access to bonus content like the Mummy Mailbag or the Keanu podcast. You get access to a secret Discord channel of Looker and Nanu Picks. Mm-hmm. At the $5 level, you get all of that. Plus, you can get an even specialer Discord role, a shout out on the podcast every week, and you can submit stuff for me to read in Steve voice. At the $10 level, you get all that, and plus you can listen to us record live every week if you would like to do that. Uh, so all of our $5 and up donors are uh, Alex Shout, Summer Geist, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jess Ayalachi, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. Thank you all. Thank you to everyone listening for making it through uh, now 99 episodes of our podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely bananas to me. Thank you so much. It's a shame it's not a hundred. Like, we love you, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Like I can't. I mean, I don't know. I think when we first started, that we didn't really expect anyone to listen, but and for it to necessarily there be 99 episodes, it to last this long. But we're very, very grateful for everyone who has stuck with us, and for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to see uh, we gain new listeners, new friends for the- We we'll lose uh, all our listeners. They only came for sex and sex. They are going to fucking love to see Ryan punch the rich people, the fucking drama of it all. Just in the first 10 episodes, the amount of drama that we get to cover, oh. I am fucking excited. Yeah. There is some good shit. It is, even if you haven't seen it, like, if, I know I've talked to a few people, like, when, when I asked Summer about art, and they were like, yeah, I haven't actually seen it before. But uh, but I'm very excited, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I would definitely good. like recommend doing a watch along, or even starting without us. Like, it's really good, and it's like cheesy and dramatic and very 2000s. So it kind of hits. I think it will hit that nostalgia for like the right people. You know, for like yeah, if you're mm-hmm. in similar ages to us, it's going to be nostalgic yeah, and enjoyable for sure. It's a lot, <laughs> and I'm very excited to start it. And uh, we'll be doing our our next Keanu in the next uh, couple weeks for January. So that'll be coming out soon, too. So thank you for listening. Thank you. And so long and good night. So long and good night, gamers. Fucking 
Fuck cops. Ooh, kiss Keanu Square on the lips. Yes, kiss him on the Mwah. lips. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>